Hi, I'm Lark. Hi, I'm Devin. And welcome to Squirrel Time, the only podcast where both of the hosts are simultaneously in the closet and also out of it. Congratulations. That actually is a congratulations, though. I've been so sick. Yeah, so I worked. um, Cool. Had a mental breakdown because I think I'm annoying. So that that was neat. You are, but, like, it's a fun fun way. Right, but I thought I was the not fun annoying, like Hercules. No. At least he's pretty. If you ever have a mental breakdown, just remember, you can't be as bad as Hercules. That's true. And then I went and ate something and then cried for a little bit while I was talking to my boyfriend. And he was just like, honey, (laughs) 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 calm down. Um, um, so yeah, what have you been up to? I genuinely do not remember. Yeah, that was what I (laughs) Yeah. I've been having a breakdown over school mostly. About school starting. Because that's been stressing me out. But other than that, I don't remember what I've done. It's been a week of disassociation, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I got a new fish and some shrimpies. Um, I still haven't named the fish, so I was actually going to suggest, like, do you guys want to suggest names (laughs) on, like, the comments of our Instagram? And then we can have, like, a contest. Who gets to pick the fish's name? Yes. Okay, perfect. I hadn't brought up this idea to Devin beforehand at all, so... Of course I would have said yes. Right, which is why I didn't say anything, because I already knew what your answer would be. Um, So I'll post a picture of the fish. His colors, now that he's less stressed out, because he's a beta, he's less stressed out from being at the pet store and everything, so his colors are settling a little bit. An icon, so that's nice. Me, when I came out of the closet... Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> you ready to... Devin, I have no idea what Devin's covering, because that's part of the um, concept for the podcast, right? We surprise yeah. each other. We each have a list of things that the other one has consented to hearing about. <laughs> yeah. But it's a shock every time, so I have no idea what yeah. Devin is covering. But as I was coming in to be ready, uh, Devin's just sitting in the closet and... <laughs> says i had a nightmare about (laughs) what the topic is this week so i don't know why i had a nightmare though because it wasn't that it's not scary like it it is like it's unsettling but it's not scary so i don't know why i had a nightmare about it right and then i'm just trying to remember all the things on your list that are (laughs) unsettling and scary and well you don't know about you don't know anything about this one i'm pretty sure so oh yeah you know it's on my list but i know it's on your list but i don't know anything about it yeah i was like here's the name put it on my list and you're like i don't know what that is but okay (laughs) yeah okay so So what are what are you talking about so today we are talking about the mysterious death of adriana hutto oh yes i have no idea what this is okay (laughs) this is this is kind of gonna be all over the place because the 
stop. The sources are kind of all over the place and the story is all kind of all over the place, but I like did my best to make mm -hmm. it as streamlined as possible, but but you're gay, so. Wow. I see how it is. Okay. I see what's happening there. <laughs> face to face with greatness in a strange. You don't even know how you feel. It's adorable. Can I start? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's a lot. The hair, the vibe. When you're staring at a demigod. Okay. Are you ready? No. Well, okay. yes, but also considering you had a nightmare, maybe I'm not. I don't know why I had a nightmare, though. <laughs> well, um, this is not like one of my alien nightmares, but go yeah. on. So the, we are in, in a house in Esto, Florida. Oh no. The year is 2007. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Esto is a very small town. I think I was looking at the population and the highest it ever was like recently was in 2012 it was like 470. But I think at the time it was it was like on, under 400 at the that time of this. Sounds that small, yeah. So, very small town, nothing really happens there. Mm -hmm. Um in this house are are Amanda Lewis, she was 27 at this time, and her two children, Adriana and AJ Hutto. Adriana was seven and AJ was six. Um, oh, babies. Yeah. Oh no, they're my age. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Adriana is, I think, a couple months younger than you. Oh no. Yeah. I'm gonna have a mental breakdown, Actually, aren't I? hang on, let me, yeah, September 16th, 1999. So, just between me yeah. and your brother. Yeah. Um. Now I have Moana and Inside stuck in my head. Yikes! At the same time. Yikes. Okay. This is a Bo Burnham hate page. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Especially after watching his special. <laughs> I haven't watched it. I don't know anything. You're about not him. allowed to watch it. I don't know anything about him except that I'm so fucking sick of hearing his songs and I know he's he's definitely said the F slur multiple times before and everyone just says I pretend I do not see it to it. Yeah. So. Anyways. It was August 8th, 2007 and um, Amanda was working at a night shift at a nursing home. Amanda mom, Adriana kid, AJ kid. Yes. Why are they all A names? I don't know. Sorry, continue. Um, maybe they're like the Kardashians. Or the Duggars. Yeah. Except the Duggars started with the kids, not with the parents. Yeah. So, Amanda was working a night shift at a nursing home, and then she came home, and she took a nap, as she did. That was something that was very normal. Happened all the time. And <laughs> she took a nap. <laughs> she came home from work, took a nap. kind of their daily thing which okay and makes um, sense night shift nurse yeah. yeah yeah and she so the kids were watching tv when she was taking a nap and then she got up sometime and they were gonna they were planning to go school supply shopping later in the day okay and um wait i forget what time of year was this august 6th august 8th oh fuck yeah. okay they're, so they were gonna go school supply, school supply shopping. School supply. 
Context, we were driving home from Walmart last night. <laughs> and I'm like, do you think they're going to connect this road to another road? And instead it went... <laughs> and I'm just like crying. I'm laughing so hard as I'm driving. Yeah. And Devin's just... <laughs> Not a busy road. Yeah. They were going, they were going to go school supply shopping. Okay. And they, so it was really hot. I think it was like above 100 degrees, if I remember correctly, um, which I probably don't. There was a pool in the backyard and AJ and Adriana wanted to go play, go swimming because it was hot and they were, and Amanda was like, no, we need to get ready to go. And she always kept the ladder to the pool locked in the shed oh so no that they, the kids couldn't get to it oh no without supervision um wait is it an above ground yes it's okay. above it's an above ground pool it's the diameter is 18 feet and it's four feet above four feet deep okay so since they weren't um allowed to go swimming they just like went and played in the backyard for a few minutes until amanda was ready to go and so they were doing that, and then um, AJ came running inside, and he said to Amanda, Adrian is in the pool. Wait, pause. This is reminding me of the movie La Llorona. Okay, continue. Oh, I haven't seen that, but, like, I know the story. There was a story. pool and kids in it, in the movie. Oh, interesting. You know how she, the... the f- Talking about her is scarier than the case. <laughs> <laughs> La Llorona uh, drowned her kids when she found out her husband was cheating on her. Yeah. And so then she just goes and steals children and drowns them. And so there was a pool in the backyard and she had attached herself to the family and was trying to drown the the kids in the pool. Yeah. Thinking about her is scarier than this actual true crime case. And then then after she drowned her children, she was like, oh, fuck. And so she drowned herself. I am so unsettled right now. I feel scared for my life right now. (laughs) <laughs> she wasn't real. <laughs> How do you know? She probably wasn't, though. Well, I mean, like, this is a common thing that happens, like, psychiatric breaks. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the haunting part. Shut yeah. up, Hercules. Hercules crying. He's crying because I'm about to cry. Because I'm a fucking ghost. No, it's because he wants cuddles. <laughs> yeah, he wants cuddles because I want cuddles because I'm about to stop because of a fucking ghost that killed her children. <laughs> She wasn't a ghost when she killed her children. You don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, enough about <laughs> not Yorona. Continue. Yeah. So AJ came running inside and he was like, Mom, Mama, Adrian is in the pool. And Amanda later said, quote, at first I thought he meant maybe she was out by the pool. And I said, okay, we'll tell her to come in. And he went back out, end quote. I'm like, <sighs> what the fuck? In the pool. He said, Adriana's in the pool. And she was like, okay, tell her to come inside. Well, I mean, he's six. Yeah. Six-year-olds are whack. Yeah, that's true. But also, I would have been like, are you fucking kidding me? And I would have gone out there. Yeah. So, So, um, Amanda then looked out the back door, and she saw that AJ was, like, 
raking through the water and Adriana was face down in the pool. What the fuck? Yeah. I know it's true crime, but my brain is still saying it was not yet on the (laughs) (laughs) But AJ was raking in the water trying to get her. And so Amanda ran over to the pool and she pulled Adriana out and started giving her CPR and called 911. Oh gosh. Oh yeah, good thing she's a nurse, huh? She worked at a nursing home. I don't know if she's like... Nursing home. Well, I mean, you have to be CPR certified to be a CNA and other things, so... Um, it was about three o'clock when she made the 911 call. Um, she f- seemed like very scared and frantic in the co- call, but she also maybe not quite as terrified as you think a mother might be, but also just kind of sound like she was just trying to keep calm and, you know. Right, because there's a six-year-old right there, too. Yeah. Um, the, so a fire chief, Charles Corcoran, was the first on the scene. And he said, quote, it looked like an accident with the mother kneeling and sobbing and crying. She exhibited all these signs of shock. Adriana was still warm. She was wet. I knelt down and began CPR. I thought I had a heartbeat. I thought there was a chance, end quote. And just, um, so yeah, more first responders came to the scene and stuff. And Adriana was airlifted to the nearest hospital. Um, Dr. Linda Fox worked on her and... She said, quote, she wasn't breathing. She was limp, cold to touch. We worked on her for over an hour. We got some pulse back, but it didn't last, end Aww. quote. And at 5.05 p.m. on August 8th, 2007, Adriana was pronounced dead. So Aww. that was only a couple hours after the 911 call. Um, Amanda said uh, when she found out she died, quote, I, I was in shock, very much in shock. I got sick to my stomach. I kissed her, I hugged her, because I knew it would be the last time. I knew right then my baby was gone, and I really, really wished at that moment that I could trade places with her. And she said in another interview, quote, it was like part of me was gone, and it was part that I would never be able to get back, end quote. And I mean, in her interviews, you can, you can tell that she loved her, and that Mm -hmm. she's, like, heartbroken about this. Um, Corcoran had concluded that Adriana had just slipped trying to get into the pool. Lieutenant Michael Rayleigh was the first investigator there, and he agreed that it just looked like an accident. Um, so from the house, after first responders got there, AJ was taken by Amanda's stepfather, Chuck, to Chuck's house. Um, on the way there, on the way to Chuck's house, um... Mm -hmm. AJ had told Chuck some interesting things. So when Chuck got back to his house, he told his wife, Amanda's mother, Brenda, what AJ said. And so Chuck and Brenda called the sheriff's office. And then AJ was interviewed by by police. And it was one hour after Adriana had passed. Um, And he told police that um, Amanda had killed her. Oh, shit. Yeah. He said that, um, Amanda quote-unquote dunked her. And, oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he said that he, he said that Amanda put her hand on Adriana's face like that and, like, oh. pushed her underwater. I don't know how to explain the hand. It, it's, so it's like, um, 
the joke that you do to people when you're an asshole kid, and it's like, if your hand is bigger than your face, oh, yeah. you have cancer. <laughs> yeah. It's that. <laughs> yeah. So she, like, spread, palm, palm, center face, fingers spread. Yeah. Yeah. And pushed her face under the water like that. Um, and AJ had a couple different stories that kind of, that had a lot of inconsistencies and were just kind of confusing. Um, and okay. he's, but he said that, um, Adriana had sprayed Windex on the TV and Amanda got pissed and then did that. Oh! Um, yeah. He was just interviewed by regular police officers and the- oh, no. Rayleigh said later that they didn't have any special training in interviewing kids. Um, but that was the first interview he gave, and then later that night he was interviewed by a child protections officer. He demonstrated the fate, the palm thing again during that interview as well. One of his stories was that Amanda had taken Adriana, or she had Adriana walk to a park, and then that was nearby, and Amanda followed her in a car and then brought her back home. What the fuck? And he said that she had dunked um, Adriana before and after the park. Oh! Um, one time, in one of his stories, he said he didn't actually see it. He just kind of heard it. Uh-huh. Um, in one story, he said he was in a tree that and he called this tree the garbage can tree because it was where they kept their garbage cans. That's so cute. Yeah. And Rayleigh said that if he was in the tree, he couldn't have seen it, but if he was, like, around it, he could have had a partial view of the pool. Um, but in other stories, AJ said he wasn't in the tree and he was, like, there. Um, it makes me wonder if if his stories are true, if that was just one of their, one of the ways the mother yeah. would punish the kids. Yeah. Um, so, Torture the kids. Yeah. Um, Adriana had clinically diagnosed ADHD, and that was something that Amanda had a really hard time with. Um, she, she had a way shorter temper with Adriana than with AJ, and... Which you'd hope would be the opposite. Yeah. Um, and she just kind of, she found, had a hard time bonding with Adriana, do you know anything about the father? No. Okay. But Amanda said, quote, I had a good relationship with them. Adriana, it was a little bit tougher just because she was dealing with what she was dealing with. But I never had a bad relationship with them. They were always happy. We did things together. End quote. She was dealing with what she was dealing with, and you were supposed to be helping her, not just... Yeah. Ugh! Yeah. Okay. Um... So the day after Adriana died, Amanda was brought in for questioning. The interviewer said, AJ seems to believe you that you drowned her. And Amanda said, I don't know why he would think that. I wasn't even out there. I was in the house. And then the interviewer said, why would he accuse you of drowning your daughter? And Amanda said, he does like to tell stories. I mean, he's got, I don't know if I'd say weird, but he does have a very big imagination. Um, investigators searched the home for any signs of anything <laughs> and um it, the house was just stank everything smelled like urine like everywhere 
Like, I can't... Everyone in the um, documentaries that I watched, when they described it, they just, like... It stank, man. It was gross. Um, and Amanda said that Adriana wet the bed quite a bit, and there was also a dog <gasps> who peed everywhere. Um, so that's why it smelled like that. But, like, the entire house just stunk. Wetting the bed is a sign of... Yeah. Trauma and also sexual abuse. Yeah. Oh, that was my toe knuckle. Um, they also didn't find any toys in the house. And when Amanda was asked about it, um, she said that they had did done something and they got their toys taken away and they would probably have gotten them back like within the week. Um, and so she said that all of their toys were locked in the shed and they looked in the shed and there were no toys in the shed. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, prosecutor Larry Basford said when you, quote, when you looked in AJ and Adriana's room, it was just barren, end quote. Um, I saw pictures of their room and it, it was gross. And they had a bunk bed and neither of them had sheets or blankets or pillows or anything. (gasps) And there were like, I think there was like a beanbag or something in the room and that was pretty much it except for just like garbage everywhere the doctor that worked on adriana um said that said quote when i asked her if she had any questions her her being amanda when i asked her if she had any questions after i described her daughter's condition she asked me where the vending machine was (gasps) end quote and then when she told amanda that adriana died the doctor said, quote, didn't see tears. I just saw no emotion. When you tell a mother her seven-year-old daughter died, you expect some reaction, end quote. And, like, I don't know. That's a hard thing. Because people show emotions in different ways. But she just had no reaction whatsoever. Shock does different things is the thing. Yeah, so that's kind of a hard thing. But it is something to note. Yeah. Especially when she was emoting around the police officers and... Yeah. the other kid yeah she was very frantic on the 911 call but i don't know it just seems weird that she had like no reaction whatsoever yeah um and her mother and grandmother were both like that's just kind of how she is she doesn't really show emotions outwardly um autistic but, like, yeah <laughs> um i don't think it's autism i think it's like narcissistic stuff yeah amanda got a polygraph test and she passed it which is something to note but also like it's a polygraph test so yeah in the early 2000s yeah (laughs) polygraph tests aren't allowed as evidence in court for a reason yeah exactly but that is something to note was that she passed it um and there's a lot of debate about AJ's story because he was so little. Um, and there was a doctor, Dr. Stephen Cece, who was interviewed for one of the documentaries. And he was like a children's child psychologist specialist, I think, something like that. Um, okay. And he had done a couple of experiments with kids to, and um, they're very easily manipulated <laughs> into believing they've seen things that they never saw. 
Yeah, so it could have been, and, like, the stepfather being like, yeah. Um, and also, the doctor, Stephen C.C., says that AJ was developmentally delayed, and at the time, his brain was more of, like, four and a half years old. AJ's brain was? Yeah. Okay. So, that, um... Was he developmentally delayed, or was he autistic? <laughs> That's the question of the century, man. Especially if they were people of color. Yeah. Um, Amanda fully believes that on the drive from Amanda's house to Chuck's house, Chuck coached AJ on what to say. Yeah. Um, and, um, Amanda's mom said that she wouldn't be surprised if he did that. They were married at the time, but they've since divorced. Yike. Yeah. Um, Chuck said that Amanda was a terrible mother and that she was... Obviously. Yeah. And he didn't like her because she was a terrible mother and he didn't want anything to do with her. And he said that she was physically abusive to Adriana and sometimes and they didn't really get fed very consistently. Which would also affect developmental. Yeah. So that's part of the reason why they think Chuck might have done that was because he just hated Amanda. And I don't blame him. <laughs> no. If what he's saying is true. Right, but the evidence is so against her. Right. I'm not saying it isn't true. I'm just being, like, allegedly to everything because I don't want to get sued. <laughs> um. You're a minor, so they wouldn't be suing you. They'd be suing your parents. Oh. Well, I don't want my parents to get sued. I don't <laughs> Um, and Dr. Stephen C.C. said that, um, by AJ being interviewed by, like, normal police right away was, like, kind of fucked everything up. Because they didn't, yeah. they didn't have training. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And he said, quote, it's not something that you can do by the seat of your pants. And I think that was evident in the law enforcement interview. They didn't structure it right. They didn't ask the right follow-up questions. I think they misunderstood some things he said, end quote. Um, Amanda. I'm sorry. Why did my voice um... When Amanda was 17, she had a son named Alex. And... No, not the A again. I know. <laughs> Um, Brenda, her mom, said she was a wonderful mother to Alex. Um, when Alex was 16 months old, he also mysteriously died. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, she did it. Amanda put him down for a nap and then left for a few minutes and came back and he was on the floor and not breathing. And the autopsy said that he had a seizure. But it's... I don't know. Two that's kids that mysteriously die. That's sus. So there's like sudden infant death syndrome, and then if she hadn't put him on a real bed, or if it was one of those like drop yeah. side cribs, that causes yeah. problems. Because she said she put him down for a nap, and then she said he was on the floor. I'm like, huh? Did you put him down on the floor? <laughs> I wonder if she's having like dissociative episodes. Oh, maybe. And then these things are happening. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Or she's just a fucking liar. Yeah. Um, also, like, 
shaking a baby can lead to seizures. Yeah. So. And Chuck, with the physical abuse, said that what he what she would do was shake Adriana when she got mad at her. Yeah. No. So. That's not yeah. okay. That affects brain development, which probably happened to AJ, too, then. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, one month after Adriana died, Amanda was arrested and charged with first-degree murder. Oh, shit. Yeah. She was offered a plea deal for a 10-year sentence, but rejected it. And she said, quote, I didn't take that plea because I'm not going to admit to something I didn't do. End quote. Um, the trial took place six months after Adriana's death. And during the trial, AJ took the witness stand. Oh. Yeah. It's, the videos of it are heartbreaking. Um, he hadn't seen Amanda in six months. Since Where was he? For the trial. With his... Um, there was a family that was taking care of him. He was in foster care? I think so. And, and they ended up adopting him. I'm not really sure. Oh. I'm not sure when they adopted him, but mm-hmm. he was adopted by the family that was taking care of him during this. Okay. So he hadn't seen Amanda since she was arrested, of course. And, um, he was asked... When he was on the stand, he was asked what a truth and a lie are, and he was like, a truth is not a lie, and a lie is not the truth. (laughs) Um, Wisdom. I know. And then um, Amanda's defense attorney said, like, if I were to tell you that your mother was here, is that, would that, that be the truth or a lie? And he said, a lie. And Amanda was in there. He just didn't recognize her. Oh, yeah. And he then the prosecutor pointed to Amanda and said, do you know who that is? And AJ said, yeah, it's my mother. And then the prosecutor was like, you recognize her now? And he started like sobbing. You can't do that shit to a baby. I know. What the fuck? The videos of that are just, they're rough. Yeah. Um, let's see. Both of Amanda's attorneys said that AJ was an incompetent witness, um, but the prosecutor said, I found him to be a credible witness. If I did not believe he was a credible witness, I would have not put him on the stand in the first place. Yeah. So. He's a kid. Yeah. Um, and the sheriff said... I've been doing, quote, I've been doing this for a long time. AJ told us the truth. He told us what he'd seen that day, end quote. Um, and AJ gave them some different details, like other details about what happened the, that day. Like people were cutting down trees in a, like a forest near their house. And mm-hmm. he said that there were like helicopters going over the house and they were able to confirm that all that stuff happened that day. And so that just kind of put more legitimacy to it. And he also... Um, about, uh, they went and found the Windex that AJ was talking about, and, um, it, they did have Adriana's fingerprints on them, and it's like, that's, like, a household object, and she lived yeah. in the house, but it's something. But also, Windex should not be within reach of children. Yeah. It very much should not. <laughs> um. It looks pretty, and I want to drink it, therefore, <laughs> I don't actually want to drink it anymore, but, yeah. like, a kid. Yeah. AJ had 13 materially different stories from the trial. Um, 
Damn. So, yeah. It's, I would try to explain all of it, but it's just like a lot and it's very confusing because there's just so many stories. Um, you good? No, fam? my mouth just stopped working. You look like you're about to throw up. <laughs> I feel like I'm about to throw up. Um, there was a wagon by the pool and there was a dishpan in the pool. And so one of the theories, like the leading theories from the defense, defense was that Adriana had like brought the wagon over and she was fishing bugs out of the pool to take them out so that they could go swimming. Oh. Um, and why, why is a seven and six year old alone outside? Right. And they, with a body of water and with people nearby yeah. chopping down trees. Yeah. And they, it was, it was like a small house. It's kind of like, I don't know, kind of the size of like a mobile home, but not a mobile home. Maybe okay. like a little bit bigger than that. Okay. Um, and then it was just like this giant empty field. That was their yard. And then there was like a forest around it. And they were just no. like, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> the pictures of it are so bizarre. Especially since they had gone outside while she was taking her nap. Yeah. Actually, I think they were inside watching TV when she was asleep. Okay. Um, all that stuff plus the state of the house would have been, like, instant. These kids are in yeah. foster care. Yeah. Hopefully. You know, theoretically. Yeah. Um, so, in the... Amanda said that there was a footprint in the wagon, like... Adriana had stepped into the wagon and mm -hmm. then, like, leaned over and fell in. Um, and I saw the picture, and like, it's, like, it it looks like there's mud in the wagon, and there's, like, a design in the mud, but it doesn't necessarily look like a footprint, but just from my interpretation of the picture. Do you have a picture, picture of it? Uh, I'm having a bit of a crisis because I'm going back through my life and looking at what happened, what was going on in my life when she passed, and also with... Oh, yeah. What was going on in my life during the trial and everything. And I'm just like, uh, uh. you're, you're going to need to find pictures to send me to okay. add. Okay. That one will be a good one to add to the. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Amanda said that there was a footprint in the wagon, but like, I don't know. I'm not convinced, but also it's a possibility. Yeah. So that was the leading theory, was that she was trying to get bugs out and then she just fell in. Um, and that would explain why there was a dishpan in the pool. Yeah. Um, but Adriana was, like, deathly afraid of water. Yeah. So, what the fuck is up with that? Um, like, she... Why was it's, she wanting to go swimming? If right? She's deathly this is murder. Yeah. This um, is this not good. Yeah. She hated the water. And so it just, like, doesn't make any sense as to why she was doing that. And also, the water was 32 inches deep. I, I saw a picture. Like, they measured it when they were there. Yeah. And, it was, and Adriana was 47 inches tall. She could have just stood up. If she yeah. fell in. 
but also like she was terrified of the water and she was probably panicking if she fell in but also like she could have just stood up but uh i've done that before around that age where i just kind of like oh wait my legs (laughs) yeah so assuming she didn't have any developmental delays as well you know So, yeah, um, AJ had, I think it was during the second interview with the child protections officer, he had a, he made a drawing of what happened. Oh, fuck. Yeah, he was, so he was kind of, like, near the pool, and then he drew Adriana, like, on, in the pool, and then Amanda's arm on top of her. It's very, (laughs) it's such a weird drawing i think i'm right with what happened just saying yeah it's a very weird thing to see and that's a very weird thing to make up as a six-year-old it's and it's like it's such all of these stories were so like gruesome and in-depth like a child could not have made up that unless he was coached unless he was coached or yeah saw it happening yeah but then he wouldn't have made it up by Right, but you said coached. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Dev. What? I... Okay, whatever. Or unless he saw it happening, he, then he that would be the only way he could have said anything. Yeah. Yeah. I said he couldn't oh, have fabricated it. Oh, we're both confused. It. Okay, fuck. I said he couldn't have fabricated that. Bruh! <laughs> He's either telling the truth or he was coached. But also, Chuck was only with him for 15 minutes. Yeah. So, even if he did, like, there was... That wasn't enough time to do all that. Right. And he had 13 different stories. Like... Um... One time, Adriana had... Like, Amanda got a new car, and Adriana, like, went all over it with permanent marker. And um, Amanda told coworkers that she could have killed her. This is so scary for me because I was also clinically diagnosed with ADHD (laughs) at that young of an age. Um, so actually, was it that young? I think I had OCD at that point. But everyone was like, "She's got it," and then the shit doctor was like, "She's a girl." (laughs) Yeah. Um, let's see. So, So are you gonna go through any of his stories? Because I really want to hear those. I mean, I don't, but like, I do. kind of already went through them like they're oh okay they're just kind of all over the place at one point he said he like didn't see it and he was inside oh Um, right one time he said that adriana really was just getting bugs out of the pool Uh oh um yeah it's very weird but most of the inconsistencies are just around like where he was but most, mostly the story stays, stays the same, aside from that one where Ad- he said Adriana was getting bugs. But other than that, the story pretty much stays the same that Amanda did it. So, especially with, like, the four-and-a-half-year-old mentality, four-year-olds yeah. have a better memory than you think they do. They really do. And when you ask them to tell you one thing, they might tell you five different stories of similar things that happened all in a row. Yeah. So I believe him. Yeah. Um, so some of Amanda's coworkers took the witness stand and said that she had told them that she could have killed Adriana. 
Are you fucking kidding me? Um, I mean, I get hyperbole, but don't joke about that sort of thing. Yeah. Her coworker said that... I'm a hyperbole pro. <laughs> her coworker said that Amanda said she was going to kill her, but Amanda said that she said she could have just killed her. But either way, it's like... You don't, um, and Amanda was like, it's just an expression. Like, they took that way too far. But that's not... It's, it is just an expression, but that's not something you say about your seven-year-old daughter. Especially when there's already suspected abuse going on at the home. Yeah. I don't um, like Amanda's mother either. Oh, me neither. I, She's sus as hell. She likes Amanda way too much. It's like how the... Usually with the triangle effect, it's where the father failed or didn't fulfill something happened so that the mother's needs weren't fulfilled so she projects it onto her son mm-hmm. and basically makes the son into the perfect partner for her and then it has that creepy mother-son relationship right interesting it it sounds this is this is me just going off gut thoughts because divorce and remarry right something wasn't being fulfilled there so maybe it was the daughter that then took on the role yeah during trial um the medical examiner said that um, Adriana had bruises on her forehead that lined up with how AJ, how AJ showed how Amanda pushed her head, pushed her face down. Oh. Um, and the medical examiner was asked to like demonstrate how those bruises would have happened if it lined up with a hand, and she like showed the exact same way that AJ showed it. Oh my gosh. Um, and I saw the pictures of the bruises. It's not, it wasn't, like, a picture of her. It was just her forehead. Oh, okay. So, I didn't see, her, like, her body. I just saw the forehead. I mean, you forehead didn't see bruises. her body, but... Well, yeah. Um, and that's a handprint. Like, there's... <laughs> there's no other way. There's no other way. Amanda's attorney was like, well, there's many things that could have happened that could have made that pattern, and there were EMTs working on her and stuff. Like, the bruises are not necessary. It's... I think he said something like, it's a handprint if you want it to be a handprint, but it's like, no, it's a handprint. This lawyer is fucking sus. He is. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm just going to assume that she was dead by the time the EMTs got there, or basically dead. Yeah. So the bruises are going to form differently, and you're a right, lawyer, right. not a medical examiner, so shut the fuck <laughs> yeah. up. I know it's your job. Yeah. But this is a seven-year-old. Yeah. Um, they had all 18 EMTs and, like, people that worked on her after uh-huh. the 911 call. Also, that's a fucking weird thing to do when you're trying to resuscitate somebody. Yeah. That... That's where you were going. <laughs> okay. They had all 18 of the workers demonstrate exactly how they would have done CPR to her and what they would have done. And they had all of them take the stand and all of them were like, there's no way we gave her those bruises. Right. Because, like... Doing CPR, the only time you're touching someone's face is, like, to tilt their chin or, like, to breathe into their mouth if you're doing that sort of thing. I mean, maybe if you put, like, an air pump thingy on, but... Yeah, that's something they demonstrated, too, is putting an air pump on, but it's, like... Yeah, you're not gonna make a handprint on somebody's face. On their forehead. On their forehead. On the forehead. That's so difficult to bruise, too. Yeah. It's... It's just bullshit. Like, why did... There's I mean, no other way she could have gotten those bruises. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, the, so the trial was four days long, and the jury deliberated for two hours, including lunch, and they found her guilty. I'm surprised and it took them. No, actually, that's a also, really short time. That's way too short. They, even the prosecutor was like, was it the prosecutor or was it the other guy? I don't remember. <laughs> uh-huh. But one of, it, it like. One of the people? Yeah. Two hours was not enough time to even go through all of AJ's statements. No, two hours so, is so short, but it's also yeah. like, it's pretty fucking obvious. Yeah. I Honestly, I think it's kind of bullshit, though, that they only took two hours. Like, I don't know. You think they should have taken longer? Yeah. I would have, personally, just to be yeah. like, because what if? Because then you're sentencing yeah. an innocent mother, but... It, yeah innocent quote-unquote because there was abuse going on in the home for sure but neglect is abuse but oh my gosh yeah amanda is this so she was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole good yeah she's still in prison today and she's fighting to get out um no yeah she filed an i'm just reading a paragraph from wikipedia right now um in 2010 lewis filed an appeal referring to the merger doctrine which he claimed quote precludes the use of aggravated child abuse as the underlying felony in a felony murder charge if only a single act of abuse led to the child's death this appeal was unsuccessful and the conviction was affirmed there's Um, (laughs) evidence literally of multiple acts of child abuse so and then another wikipedia paragraph under the merger doctrine, as this term is used in criminal law, lesser included offenses generally merge into the greater offense. Therefore, a person who commits a robbery cannot be convicted of both the robbery and the larceny. What that was part of it. So I don't really see how that uh, uh, has Applies anything to do, with unless this. you're admitting that you were beating your child before you murdered yeah. her. So yeah, yikes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh, my lungs. <laughs> in 2010, she filed the appeal because she wanted to get back to AJ. Um, but during the interviews that I was mentioning, she didn't know that he was adopted at that point, And she found out in the interview. Good. Because the person was like, he's been adopted. Like, hasn't he been adopted? And she was like, not to my knowledge. And the interviewer was like, he's been adopted. And there was like no reaction on her face. That's a little shady that she didn't know, but also I get it. She sh- yeah. she has no right to know. Yeah. She kind of, like, looked a little shocked for a second, but then after that, it was she was just, like, deadpan. Like, I... I think that would have looked good as a bit, not, like, as a com- comedic bit, right. but, like, as a... I just want to get back to my son. He's oh, my last yeah. living kid. And then he's been adopted. Well, fuck that ploy to get out then. Yeah. During that that entire interview, mm-hmm. she was pretty much deadpan the entire time. The part where she was like, I knew that that would be the last time. She got a little choked up there, but there were no tears, nothing. Um, the entire time. The only time I saw her cry and anything I was watching was when they gave her the verdict that she was going to life in prison. Yeah, because she got in trouble. Yeah. I feel like the reason, you know, going off, like, if she truly is guilty and all that shit, yeah. um, 
I feel like her panic at like during the 911 call mm-hmm. would have been just to keep up appearances and then also like oh I didn't mean for it to go this far right but also by the time she was pronounced dead she would have already accepted it and been like okay cool time to move on yeah so that's pretty much all I've got yike that's there's no like the case is closed but it doesn't there's no she still maintains innocence there's no true true justice yeah and we don't she was sentenced guilty but like there's no we still don't really have answers yeah Hmm. and at this point like no one knows what really happened except for amanda if she did it but if she didn't no one knows what happens because at this point aj's memory is probably so fucked yeah especially since he was so little yeah and then all the trauma of the case yeah. and mo- being moved around and oh my gosh um since there were people in the woods did no one like i think that was after? like earlier that day earlier that day the same time. Oh, okay well then it also still brings me brings up the question like could someone have just hit him and been like i'm gonna do something to these kids oh that's that's or true. do something to the mother or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So. I I don't know how I feel about it. Like, my gut tells me that she did it. But also, like, if I was on the jury, I could not have said she was guilty. Like, there's just too much doubt. Especially from AJ having that many stories. AJ having that many stories, but also, like, the psychology behind him having that many stories. And then, right. like, if the death penalty were on the table, I couldn't have said that she was guilty yeah. beyond a reasonable doubt. Since it was just life in prison, I could have. Yeah, I get that. Because then it could have been overturned. Yeah. And and it wouldn't just be the end of it for her. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's just fucked. Like, I, I do think she did it, especially the bruises and the fact that her other kid died mysteriously that's what really that's the thing that really sells it and then there's people who are like oh well you can't take those sort of things into account but it's also like that's how serial killers get let loose yeah how serial killers get away with being serial killers yeah um i saw a thing on i was looking at like reddit and youtube comments and stuff Mm -hmm. and someone said like this was probably something that happened that she did a lot was dunking them as a punishment oh yeah and that's probably why Adriana was so afraid of water. And then also the reason why AJ had so many stories. And 100%. So, and also yeah. why Adriana wet the bed. Yeah. And that's what I believe. And then this time it was like here, she was punishing her, but it just like she took it too far this yeah. time. I don't if she killed her, I don't think it was like malicious or premeditated. I think to an extent it was malicious and premeditated but it wasn't like the sole purpose it was like i don't know how else it could have been like i don't know how else to like discipline my children and instead it's torture but also like if that's your way of trying to teach your kids to not misbehave then you shouldn't be a parent right and i'm not i'm not saying i know i know i know i know it's just poor baby yeah like i think if if she did do it 
the circumstances were probably not enough for first degree murder but also she no. killed her child so i don't feel bad that she got first degree murder it, it should have been second or something yeah. but also i'm glad that she's still in prison like right. that that's the part because that's two kids dead under mysterious circumstances yeah. who's to say she won't get out and have more children and kill them too right so it's i don't know it's like i don't think she's like this cold-hearted killer but also it's just I with don't how know. deadpan she is in interviews and everything yeah there's that i mean like interviews are fucking weird and it's hard yeah to not be someone who's not yourself yeah. unless you're used to it but it's also like you're on trial for your child's murder you should be showing emotion yeah and she at least fake it yeah she didn't show emotion in the trial like i watched videos the only emotion she ever had was when they told her she was going to prison for her the rest of her life i really hope that she's getting like psychiatric treatment because i th yeah she definitely needs it yeah i hope i didn't really look into where aj's at um that's okay he doesn't like, need yeah he doesn't need shit yeah um he doesn't need shit that sounds yeah. bad but like he doesn't he doesn't need this following him right and he changed he got his last name changed when he was adopted mm -hmm. so that's good um so yeah in one of the documentaries that the family that adopted him was like he's doing good in school and we don't really want to we want to leave the rest of it private so yeah okay i respect that i get yeah. that he's my age now yeah he's 21 yeah it's wild you i'm older than him he's like 2021 probably so yeah Ugh, that's so sad yeah he um like documentaries one was an episode of abc 2020 and that was in 2010 and then of the, course it was a 2020 episode yeah and then the other one was killer women with piers morgan and that okay was in, that was gonna be my other guess yeah. <laughs> and that was in 2016 okay so nice yeah that's where the quotes and stuff were coming from and most of the and also wikipedia yeah for wikipedia i only really used the last two paragraphs that okay. I stole from Wikipedia. I didn't really use it for anything else. <laughs> so, then what was your nightmare? Oh, I just had a nightmare where, like, I was going on to Google, but every time I, like, opened Google, I saw really scary pictures of Amanda. <laughs> and so I just, like, couldn't use my phone because every time I opened it, it was just, like, scary pictures of Amanda. Even though when I was Googling her, there weren't, like, terrifying pictures of her. What does she look like? She just looks like a mom. I don't know. But not She's... like a MILF no so oh my gosh that sucks that's so sad yeah um if i had been her coworker, i would have been like bro that's not okay to say how old is your kid again right if that was a teenager it'd be another story i think i mean it still wouldn't be okay but like see this is her in the 2010 interview oh i don't like her just you wait. That's her in 2016. She's got soulless eyes. Yeah. She looks fucked in the 2016 shit. I don't... She looks scary. But, like... But prison. Like, uh, scary, but just, like, she's been through prison. Yeah. So... Oh, my gosh. 
That's when she was about to get the verdict. <laughs> she just looks so concerned all the time, and she just has, like, those pencil-thin, like, 1920s yeah. brows, you know? Yeah. That were not flattering. <laughs> yeah. I don't really know what she's up to today. I don't really care. Yeah, I don't know how how her appeals and shit are going or whatever. I but wonder if she stopped after. Maybe. Do Google. I don't know. Like I look. There's nothing. There's no, there's pretty much nothing about any of them after 2016. So then I'm just gonna assume that she's not appealing anymore or something. Yeah. Damn. Well. If you're struggling with mental health issues and, like, extreme rage, please go get help. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> I don't know why I had a nightmare about her. Like, there aren't scary pictures of her. She's scary, though. Like, she's scary looking, but, like, she's, like, she's scary, but she's, she, there aren't, like, scary pictures of her. I had, uh, the pictures were, like, as scary as the Ricky Ramirez picture where his teeth are all fucked up. Oh. But I don't know why, because there aren't pictures of her like that. But maybe that's how she is. Maybe she was astral maybe projecting. Maybe you're having a premonition. Maybe you're having a premonition. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just blasting everyone's earbuds. But I was going to say, maybe she astral projected. <laughs> <laughs> At 7 a.m. today, I became Amanda Lewis. No, she just visited you. Oh. She's like, hey, girl, hey. What the fuck? But in the dream, I was trying to research Judy Garland. But then every time I opened Google, the <laughs> pictures of her were there. And I <laughs> what the fuck? I couldn't use Google on my tablet or my phone. It's because, like, for some reason I couldn't close the tabs or something. I don't know. Yikes. Maybe you weren't dreaming. <laughs> no, I was definitely a dream. <laughs> no, you were definitely dreaming. Oh my gosh. Well, so, yeah, that's today's episode. It's it's frustrating. Like, there's no answers. I feel like we need a palate cleanser, but also it's not, like, that dark, so it's fine. Yeah. That's... I was like, I need to get through some of the true crime, because I'm on a true crime detox right now because my anxiety gets so bad. But I was like, I need to get through some of it. I can't just, yeah. like, leave it all till the end. And so I was like, this is what I can do now. Yeah. Um, well... Follow us on TikTok at the Squirrel Time Pod. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at no. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Squirrel Time Pod and Instagram at Squirrel Time Podcast. And don't forget to comment your ideas for my new fish and <laughs> <laughs> his name. And f- be sure to follow us on whatever it is you're following, listening to us on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. Yeah, until next time, have a squirrely time. I hate this tagline. <laughs>